welcome to the Division Two Champions for Life podcast. My name is Cullen Dorr. I'm a cross-country track and field athlete, junior, at Francis Marion University, studying mass communications. Today, I'm pleased to be talking to the lovely Jill Robbins. Jill was a former basketball student athlete at Virginia Wesleyan University, and throughout her career, she has worked with all three NCAA divisions, currently serving as an assistant commissioner and senior women administrator for Conference Carolinas. Jill, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Colin, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, of course. Jill, we're just going to get right into it. Could you just fill us in on what some of your responsibilities are as an assistant commissioner and maybe some of the remarkable things you've done thus far with Conference Carolinas? Yeah, so as assistant commissioner, like Colin said, um, I have experience in three, all three NCAA divisions, um, but my majority of my experience is dealing with um, student-athlete development. Um, so coming to the conference office, that was something that I was really blessed to be able to continue to do um, among other tasks. So as SWA, um, I am the liaison with the other SWAs within um, our membership. I also am the liaison with our faculty athletic representatives, our um, SAC, which is my favorite part of um, the job, and then also um, with our athletic trainers. Um, but Alongside of that, I get to do a lot of student-athlete programming, um, which helps with student-athlete development, um, career exploration, and that's what I'm really passionate about. That's fantastic, and Conference Carolinas is so glad to have you, but taking it back to the beginning when you were still a student-athlete, when did you first decide that you wanted to pursue a career in college athletics? This is probably why I'm passionate about clear career exploration. I had not a clue what I wanted to do, um, so to be honest, my senior year, not a clue. I have a psychology background, thinking I wanted to do something with either counseling or in the medical field. Um, but I was fortunate enough at that time, my senior year, to realize mm, that's not what I want to do. Um, but I was able to get a job within our admissions office at my alma mater while I try to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, I knew I loved sports, um, being, like you mentioned, a former student athlete, a basketball student athlete, but I didn't know at the time that there were so many careers within the athletic department. Um, and I was fortunate enough to have a contact who worked in student athlete development, and I was able to connect with her. And over the months, she kind of became my mentor. Um, and that's when I really recognized that I wanted um, to work in athletics and I had a passion for academics. So I knew I wanted to head in that direction. That's fantastic. Um, and I know you talk about some of the first steps you took, but what are if you were to go back some of the first steps you could have taken in your career in college athletics that you would maybe advise a student athlete who is wanting to get into a career in college athletics, what they could do to sort of set them out, set them up uh, for the most success. Yeah. So at that time in my life, I was not in the position to get a full time internship. Um, so I did the next best thing, which was to get a mentor um, to really understand the day to day operations of what my day would be like in that field and in that career. So then I basically had to apply for basic entry level positions or internship positions after that um, because I knew I would need to get my foot in the door um, since I did not have hands on experience. So I really cannot express the importance of getting hands-on experience um, with my student athletes. I talk about that all the time with our student athlete development programming. Um, and I'm really pleased um, just working in academics and seeing um, academic programs, how many degree programs now require internships. So I would definitely recommend for student athletes to get their foot in the door by participating in those internships um, along the way um, before they graduate. Awesome. 
Uh, just moving into our next question, how do you feel that the teamwork aspect of competing in college athletics sort of translates to the workplace, workplace, especially within college athletics? Yeah, I know it sounds cliche. Everyone says it. You hear it as a student athlete all the time, but it could not be more true. A workplace is a team that's trying to complete a common task just like your team is. So as a student athlete um, who basically most of the time doesn't have a lot of free time to have a job to be able to add to their resume, you're basically blessed with all these skills that you're learning along the way that you may not even know that you need in the workforce. So some of those skills, you're working together with your team, you're managing your time, you're managing other people on your team, um, you're having to be organized between your schoolwork and your athletic responsibilities and you're handling conflict. And those are all things that you deal with as an athlete that you don't really know that you're going to be needing in that teamwork aspect when you start a career in your workplace. Absolutely. And it's well known that most careers in athletics and college athletics in particular are traditionally male dominated. Was this discouraging to you at all during your job search? And if so, how did you break through that adversity to get where you are today? I sort of chuckled when you asked this question um, because it is so true. Unfortunately, um, there there have been times that I've been discouraged along the way. Um, working in academics, a lot of the um, responsibility that you have is building those relationships um, with those student athletes um, because they have to let that wall down. And um, a lot of times when you're speaking with coaches in a male dominated situation, they might not realize that you can relate to their student athletes in a, in a different way, but in a way that is beneficial. Um, so yes, I will have been discouraged along the way, um, but the NCAA, to be honest, has done so much in the recent years um, with professional development and networking uh, opportunities for women um, that I think that is beneficial, uh, that has helped me a lot. And I think in order to break through that adversity, you really just need to focus on what are your strengths? What can you bring to the table? And explain how those strengths can add to the betterment of the organization or the athletic department. Absolutely. And that, that's so great to hear that the NCAA is doing so much to really empower women and careers in athletics. Um, what is one piece of advice you would give a female student athlete who's thinking about pursuing a career in college athletics, but may be hesitant because of it being such a male-dominated field? It's the networking, jump in, get yourself out there. Um, there's so much support out there with professional development now for interns um, and people maybe that may not be associated with an organization yet, um, but you can build up your network before you even get that first full-time job. So jump in, get out of your comfort zone. You will be fine. There's so much support and empowerment for women along the way. And then of course, you're gonna need a backup um, whatever you're gonna bring to the table with hard work and dedication, but jump in, you got it. Awesome. I, and I know this, um, you've worked with every single basically division in athletics, it seems, um, within different associations. What do you find is so special about Division Two compared to other divisions you worked with in the past? I would say the life and the balance. I love it. It's so needed, um, not only for the student athletes perspective, but also the administration and staff perspective. Burnout can lead to turnover and un unmotivated individuals. Um, and being able to focus on that life and the balance is so important. I also really, really, truly love how involved the student athletes are with the de decision making at the Division II level and how the administration, just from my meetings that I'm in daily um, with staff, administrators, and coaches, how they really want what's best for the student athletes. It's, it's really refreshing to see, and I love that part. 
Awesome. Well, Jules, is there anything else you would like to add to whether it's a female student athlete, male student athlete, anyone who's just looking to get into college athletics um, before we adjourn here? I always like to throw out how important SAC is. So if you're not involved in SAC already, um, please try to get involved on your campus. They do so much good work um, for their schools and the organization. So can't express how important SAC is. So definitely get involved if you can. So. Jill, I want to thank you again for taking time out of your very busy schedule to talk with us today. I want to thank our listeners and those watching on YouTube for joining us on another great episode of the Division II Champions for Life podcast. Happy New Year, and we hope you'll tune in to our next episode. See you.